0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Our guy Chris Miles, NBA TV, has been very busy. Why don't we start with the blockbuster move last night? So the first domino to fall was Kyrie asking for a trade. He's in Dallas. That meant Kevin Durant was probably not long for Brooklyn. And we now know, Chris, he is headed to the Phoenix Suns. In a massive deal that is going to net Brooklyn four first-round picks and some other pieces, they flipped one of the players in that deal for five second-round picks. Just madness. Uh, Break it down for us.
1: Well, what's crazy is um, I was planning on going on our show last night talking about the Lakers trade, and you didn't even mention that, right? So we had this whole thing lined up. Kyrie's debut in Dallas was the big storyline. Then it got superseded by the Lakers making a trade, and then boom. I think I'm going home at 1 a.m., and Kevin Durant gets traded, right? Um, This is really interesting from this standpoint. The Suns were in first place before Devin Booker got hurt, right? The Nets were cruising until Kevin Durant got hurt. And we know Chris Paul keeps missing time because he's about to be 38 years old. So I look at this group, and I'm like, I believe that all three of these guys were the kind of guys that could carry a team, but none of them can stay healthy, right? So I don't know how this works for them in a the sense of, do we believe that two of these guys are going to be healthy in the postseason? Uh, and those two guys have to be Durant and Booker. If Durant and Booker are healthy, I think the Suns can absolutely win a championship. But, like, I kind of feel as if one of those guys would be out in the postseason.
0: Chris, give me a team that you just love what they did and give me a team that you're baffled by either their inactivity or the decisions they did make.
1: Man, I, a, a team that I love, love what they did and has nothing to do on the, with the postseason this year is the Detroit Pistons. It's what I've been saying the Wizards like. I'm like, just do this, right? Yeah. And we know Troy Weaver's a, a DMB kind of guy, right? Um, here's the deal. They went and got Wiseman, right? After they got Bagley, you know, a, a year ago at this time, and you think, wait, this is redundant. Not so much because... We don't know how good James Wiseman can be. Uh, Kate Cunningham, number one pick, was hurt this year, right? And I, I just like how they're going with the young pieces that they're like, look, we're going to go that route that hopefully two of these three guys hit, will get a draft pick this year, and that's how we're building. Hopefully this time next year we're successful. They have a plan. They're sticking to it. So I love what the Pistons did. Uh, on the flip side of that, man, I look at teams that were inactive, and I go, okay. okay. I get why the Cleveland Cavaliers were inactive, but man, Wizards. I'm, I'm waiting for something. Like, Porzingis looks great. I'm waiting for that move of all these players moving, kind of going like, okay, Wizards, I see what, you're, what you did there, and it didn't happen. So I, I'm really confused by that. What
0: would have made sense for the Wizards today? And I don't mean specifically what player, but like what should they have been trying to do?
1: Well, you know what's really crazy? I don't have that answer, and I wish I did. But, like, when I hear Tyrese Halliburton say, I thought I was going to the Wizards, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you hear that the next year. I feel like once again in, like, the offseason, there's going to be a player that's like, man, I thought I was going to the Wizards to play with, you know, Porzingis, Kuzma, and Beal, and they didn't pull the trigger. I'm waiting for that story to happen because I really do look at what Porzingis and, you know, Kuzma are bringing to the table. And, you know, I've always been big on Denny Optia. I-, I think with Rui gone, he's really coming to his own. And I'm like, man, this team seems like the East has gotten weaker and more wide open. Like, all right, you, you paid Beal. Go make another move, right? Like, go get a guy that you think works. And they, they just they didn't do it.
0: I think it was 16 games, Chris, you would know better than I would, that Harden, Durant, and Kyrie ended up playing together in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. The, the weirdest yeah. super team of all time. And, again, I could be wrong about that number, but I, I saw it somewhere a few moments ago. Just weird, man. Like, I don't really have a great question. Just, like, how bizarre that this group that was meant to be the next great dynasty, you know, played less than an
1: NFL regular season. I mean, that is the most outrageous. I thought it was that 21 game. So maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Like, yeah. You know what? No, no, but that's not, what's the difference? 16 and 21. The NBA, right? Like, I think that's insane, especially you know, I hadn't realized it was four seasons of Kyrie Irving, basically, in Brooklyn. And it just never felt that way until we ran the graphic. It was like, Kyrie's first game in Brooklyn in 2019, and I was like, what? And he scored 60 points? Like, what? I mean, 50 points? Like, what is going on here? It's uh, just so much time passed because there were so many off-the-court issues. I do like what the Nets did in this sense, right? They're like, all right, this blew up. Katie. where do you want to go? We're only negotiating with that team. Let's not make it ugly so that in the future, when they decide to rebuild, I, I think they will still be a destination despite how this thing blew up in their face.
0: Has Kyrie asked that of Dallas yet? That popped me. Not yet. Hey, no. hey,
1: look, man. It was hilarious because, like, he makes his debut. And, you know, the stats for the Mavs, they were 1-7 going into last night when Luka Doncic sat. And you could see Luka like, man, what do I got to do to win MVP? I'm hurt right now. We're going to fall in the standings. And people are going to be like, oh, I can't win the award because of these games I missed. And sure enough, Kyrie... You know, comes in they win that first game and they looked amazing. He wasn't stopping the ball; the ball was moving and Luca's hugging him, and everyone on set is just like, H- "Let's see how long this this honeymoon lasts. <laughs> this marriage the lasts." Yeah. Always like this. Hey, the, when the you honeymoon. wake up
0: the morning, the next morning it's, it's it is a fun feeling. Uh, one so uh, one question, just championship wise now, post deadline dust settling. Obviously, Phoenix, you referenced like they ain't their chances. Dallas has a chance to make a deep run. You would think. Who else from an actual title standpoint really dramatically benefited from all this movement? And are the Lakers even in that discussion? Like it feels like they made 100 moves but still are just kind of a a team that you would want to play in the playoffs. Am I wrong about that?
1: Well, what's crazy is how good is Anthony Davis? Uh, How much is he going to buy in? Um, So let me start with the first part of that, right? The Lakers specifically, they got shooting, and they got the type of shooting that will make a difference I've said about them all season that Russell Westbrook has cost them like six or seven games, just making terrible plays in the clutch, and it's drained this team. I'm like, all right, if it was six or seven wins above where they are now, then we're talking about a team that's top five out west, right? So if you're taking that poor decision-making, poor shooting, and you're putting in two guys who can shoot the cover off the ball, I'm like, maybe the Lakers you know, can be something this year. I don't know. But I tell you, the team that the sneaky move, uh, two teams, the Golden State Warriors obviously made a lot of moves, getting Gary Payton the second back, uh, moving off James Wiseman, which they saved $110 in the luxury tax, which is crazy. But the Denver Nuggets, I've always loved Thomas Bryant. You guys know how hard he plays uh, in, in, in a contract year as a backup center. I think the Nuggets were missing that. And to just add that at the trade deadline, their biggest weakness, Man, I thought that is something that could be huge come playoff time.
0: Chris, always the best, buddy. Enjoy the weekend. All right, guys. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.